Hello, and welcome to the Art of Podcast, hosted by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. For those of you that are new to this podcast, now in its second installment, each episode will chat with somebody from our community about their particular art or craft. I think we can all agree that art is subjective. There are some very traditional forms of art, painting, sculpting, photography, etc., that are pretty obviously what we would all call art. Then there are some not-so-obvious art forms, crafts, if you will, that can still be considered art in their own right. So today we're going to talk about one of those more non-traditional forms of art, but I would still say is art nonetheless. And it is, drumroll please, the art of building the perfect sandwich. And who better to discuss the subject of a perfect sandwich than Matt Bonzer of the, dare I say, iconic Bonzer's Sandwich Pub. Welcome, Matt. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. Thank you for the nice introduction. (laughs) (laughs) You are very welcome. So we have a few sandwich enthusiasts in our office here that are very much... Needless to say, passionate. Right, very passionate about their sandwiches and the ratio that goes into the sandwiches. So is there... like a perfect mix of meat to cheese to toppings to veggies to condiments that you would consider the perfect ratio? Well, I'm going to start by saying this is a controversial subject, (laughs) very subjective, and I'm sure that we're all going to disagree on many points. But Mm. I think there are some some rules apply that, you know, we all need to follow. But, um, you know, you can... Too much is not always the answer, right? Right. You know, Less is more sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. It's more about the architecture, I think. Ah. Uh, the architecture and the ratios, the, you know, it, it, again, it depends. Um, like I said, I was doing some research, <laughs> and uh, I, had, I, I even read one chef arguing for soggy sandwiches. What? Yes, so it's... Nobody I mean, wants it's, a soggy sandwich <laughs> except for Ross from friends Ooh, See, or if you're dipping it in some au jus yes. that is mm, acceptable I would say but right yes but soggy right. to begin with yeah it, it, it linked to his um, defense of his stance I didn't get fully into it it's clearly <laughs> you stopped reading after soggy yeah but uh, to, to the, you know it speaks to the point that it's a subjective yeah yeah um, topic but Absolutely. uh Texture. Texture is a big thing. Texture yeah. and architecture are more of the big things, like the, the construction of it. Right. Um, you know, and presentation. Absolutely. You eat with your eyes, I've yeah. been told more than once. Nobody right. wants a nasty looking plate of anything coming right. <laughs> coming their exactly. way. Exactly. Or, you know, boring, I guess. You yeah. Know, but the thing about sandwiches is some of like the most uh, classic sandwiches that we all have like grown to yeah. love are pretty boring right. simple but yeah. they're delicious right you know like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich we really can't go wrong you know or a grilled cheese they, right. don't, they don't look fancy but we all love them let's circle back to that peanut butter and jelly for a second do you do jelly if you were making this i don't think you have it on your menu at bonzers no, but if don't. you were making it at home do you do jelly if so what kind or jam and if so what kind Ooh, i'm definitely a jelly guy uh, Ooh. uh I would go grape or strawberry. Okay. Either one works for me. But and crunchy or creamy peanut butter. Crunch, crunchy. Oh, I like it. Okay. Yep. Yep. But I have not done the crunchy jelly combination, but I, I'm a jam kind of gal. Yeah. So I do like the, and I've, I've dabbled in both the creamy and the crunchy 
peanut butter with the jam. And classic white bread. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. get too fancy with the bread. No, I know. Sometimes I even buy those stupid Uncrustables in the freezer section, even though I can cut the crust off my own bread. But there's just something about like a little circle pocket of peanut butter and jelly. Yep. So <laughs> I actually saw a TikTok last night of a woman who took a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and put it in the air fryer. What? Wow. This is intriguing. Game changing. Did you try it? No, but I'm going to. You think that would get messy, like it would smoosh out of the the bread? And she actually made it like an uncrustable. She had the whole thing and made it like an uncrustable, and then sprayed the outsides with olive oil, 400 degrees on either side. No way. Flip four minutes, then flip. Yep, I like it. I'm gonna try that. Me too. I do have an air fryer. Anyway. Excellent. Okay, so sorry to segue with the peanut butter and jelly, but go on. So your the architecture, the texture, all that super important. Yeah, classics. You know, so us at Bonzers, you know, we do ours a certain way. We don't do everything. Um, you know, there's like a Jersey Mike style sandwich is definitely it's a great thing with, right. with you know the oil and vinegar and salt and pepper seasoning your sandwich. Like that's yep. something that's very important. We don't. It's just not the style that we right. that we do it. Um, but it's not to say that I don't love a Jersey Mike sandwich. Right, right. Um, yeah, you guys are definitely more the traditional right. menu, not deviating too much. But there's some kind of interesting combinations right. of things on your guys' menu, too. Yeah, it's like been a... bacon and egg salad, right? But that kind of makes Ooh. sense when you say it out loud. A lot of the sandwiches on our menu have just been like this weird evolution of being in business for almost 40 years yeah. and customers requesting these strange things and, and ordering right. it every time and then other people hearing about it and us just saying, let's just put it on the menu. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. I, that was actually one of my questions too is like, what's the weirdest sandwich you've ever made or has been made by somebody else oh. at Bonzer's? Okay. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this, but it's a... Uh, Somebody came in, this was years ago. We used to carry Braunschweiger. Like yes, I remember. Yeah. I remember actually trying a bite of it yeah. before I became a vegetarian. Oh, <laughs> That's I, not what turned me. That's not what turned me into a vegetarian. I but I did <laughs> try a bite and I was, well, that's a texture thing. And I loved it. Uh, yeah. You did? Served, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rye bread, yeah. raw onions, mustard. <laughs> Just make out breath yeah, right after that. Mm. Yes. We had uh, a customer come in once, ask for a Braunschweiger sandwich with egg salad on it Ooh, ooh. that one was weird sounds like a like maybe a tums is going to be needed yeah. after after eating that one there's a lot of soft stuff going on <laughs> <laughs> just stuck to the roof of your mouth i love good i love me an egg salad sandwich oh i do it's oh, one of my favorites that and, is my favorite yeah. bonzer sandwich it's so good and messy you have to eat it like with a fork yeah, yeah and like with a tarp laid out yeah. underneath you because you're just messy. I did, in fact, the last time I ordered food at Bonzer's, I just picked it up to go. I was in a hurry heading home, and I got an egg salad sandwich. I switched up by putting it on rye, and then I ate it in the peace and quiet and loneliness of my own home so that no one would see me just chowing down on this. I would put it on rye, too. Yeah. But, but that's what the potato chips are for. Oh, I know. Dropping. That's, yes. That's, like, the best part. I yeah. think I obviously ate all the potato chips that came with the sandwich, and then I also raided my own cabinet for more potato chips because they're my favorite. And you got to put them on the sandwich sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. absolutely. You cannot... I mean, there's no sandwich that tastes worse by putting a potato chip yeah. on it. If and nothing else, they taste better. As to the texture. Well, absolutely. It's like a pickle. Yeah, But exactly. some people really don't like pickles. But I would say 
most people like potato chips. Speaking yeah. of potato chips on sandwiches, one of my roommates in college used to put peanut butter and jelly and Doritos on a sandwich. Ooh, like nacho cheese Doritos, yes. Cool Ranch. Okay. okay. It's mm. her go-to. <laughs> that is not anything that I have the desire to try, but to each their own. Right. <laughs> not adding that one to the menu? Uh, <laughs> nope. No. Do you want us to like come up with some sandwich ideas <laughs> maybe for you? I mean, I'm all for that. Can't say we're going to take all of them. <laughs> right. yeah, the most recent one we put on the menu, our manager was making it for himself every day. And then a bunch of the, our afternoon regulars started catching on to it and would just order Ooh. it. And uh, so that's just on the menu now. The pickle special. Ooh, what is that? Which, I mean, it has pickles on it, but it's called that because his he goes by the name Pickles. Got it. Okay. Ah. Okay. So it's his sandwich. Pickles apostrophe S possessed. Oh, got it. Got it. Yep. So it's his special. So it's... Uh, Comes on a hoagie, toasted hoagie, sriracha mayo, mm. um, pickles, pastrami, pepper jack cheese. Oh, there you go. Very simple, a little spicy. Yeah. I like it. It's good. And it's one of our best sellers now. Really? Well, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like sriracha mayo for one right. thing? I feel like that leads to a question that you might have, Marla. We were discussing earlier. This is this is a big controversy between um, myself and my husband because our families both come from different uh, trains of thought on this um, mayo or Miracle Whip Ooh. so I in, I am a fan of Miracle Whip but not on sandwiches okay yeah uh, mayo just traditional but I mean yep. heavy, so you're heavy right mayo. heavy mayo I just want you to okay, know okay thank you <laughs> All right, pass the test I would say that too I think my grandma used to make a BLT with Miracle Whip and it was just a little like off-putting I mean it was a little sweet and I don't know. I, it wasn't it wasn't my jam. Yeah, there's a time and a place for it. I'm having a hard time coming up with that time and or place, but mail. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Well, it is kind of funny. What else would you put Miracle Whip on if not a sandwich? I guess I do put it on like a seven-layer salad, you know, that lettuce and peas yeah. and green pepper business. Mm-hmm. I do that, but yep. yeah. Otherwise, I don't really... It seems like I have it in my fridge at all times. The expiration date might be suspect but otherwise i mean i do i do keep it on hand speaking of controversial subjects one that uh i have with my wife tuna salad Ooh, okay like what you're mixing it with mm-hmm. okay you go so you're simple and more complicated yep. we tend to be more simple right male salary that's it yep i agree Mm-hmm. Oh, I might I'm going to throw my wife under the bus here. Well, I might be siding with your wife. Let's see. Mustard, mayo, pickles. Yep. And then she dips it in ketchup. Ooh, okay. Ooh, no, no, you lost no. me there. Yep, yep. No. So I don't eat tuna. I used to. Don't anymore. But when I make egg salad, it is all of that. I also put diced up red pepper in it, mm-hmm. or uh, red bell pepper. But I would not, I would draw the line at the ketchup. I, I do like like a fried egg sandwich and ketchup, but not an egg salad. That is, I do extra mustard, if anything else. And sometimes like a spicy mustard. Yeah. But the ketchup, she's not Canadian, is she? No, she's not. <laughs> no, we've, our egg salad, we throw some Tabasco in there. Oh, okay, yep. I would be 100% on board with that. Yep, I do zip. like a little, yep, a little spice, a little hot sauce, for yep. sure. Um, what... 
you know, you, you talked of your menu evolving over time. Like, how often do you kind of change things up? I mean, is it just as the, you know, as, like, new employees come on board and they're kind of like, let's, you know, f- try this or new customer? Like, at what point are you like, this is good enough to add to the menu? That's a good question. I think, if anything, I think some people would probably criticize us because we're, we haven't changed a lot in 40 years. Right. Uh, but we put ourselves out there as an old school joint and, you know, unpretentious. So the many more has just grown and mm-hmm. changed. Right. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, we've probably only added three or four in the last five years that I can think of. But usually it's a combination of, you know, if you've seen our setup, it's pretty mm-hmm. simple. You know, we right. just have a make table out front, right? Yep. So it's not a full kitchen setup. Um, so we're limited in our access to ingredients. So what we have is essentially what we have to work with. Right. So if you can discover something or combine those ingredients in a new way, Mm -hmm. you know, and it works and we'll add something or if it is something easy to, to store or keep, um, we'll do it. But I think my parents, when they were, they were down in new Orleans and had mufalettas Mm -hmm. and so they wanted to come up with a way. So we have, we call it the French quarter. Oh yeah. It's, it's different. It's not, it's our play on it. Right. The ingredients that we have our, have access to. Right. Right. Um, you know, we're not trying to tell you that we're selling you a classic New Orleans <laughs> Mufaletta. Right, right. But Just, it's it's close. It's yeah. our it's our North Dakota version. <laughs> exactly. There's always a North Dakota version right. of a sandwich, I feel like. Um, like even sloppy joes. I mean, do you call them a sloppy joe or do you call them a loose meat sandwich? I have never heard of that. Oh, it's I think it's a western North Dakota thing. I have I it was somebody I worked with when I was in college. She mentioned loose meat, and I thought, what is that? And, yeah, and it's, she's like, oh, I think you guys call it a sloppy joe. I'm like, well, what else is there to call it? A loose meat sandwich? Ew, doesn't sound good to me. I've also heard, I call it a sloppy joe. Yeah. But I've also heard them call it barbecue. Yes, my mom, that's what she calls it. It's a barbecue. Which it's not. It's not. There's nothing barbecue No, she doesn't put one thimble full of barbecue sauce in her sloppy joe at all. So it is not a barbecue, but... That's, uh, I think that's maybe the, you know, upper Midwest, like ladies aid kind of term. But yeah, yeah, I think most of us call it a sloppy joe. Anyway, I digress. I don't even remember what we were talking about. (laughs) So um, just to get a little personal, I know we did a story on uh, Bonzers in our magazine a while back. Um, Your path after high school... um, to where you are now, kind of took a big detour. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us about that journey. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I did not take what most people would assume was a very simple, straight path to where I'm at now. But um, I went to college in Madison. I was swam there for a while. Transferred back home to Grand Forks for family reasons. Uh, finished at UND. Took some time off. Worked. Didn't know what I want to do with my life, so I went to law school. I had a professor uh, help me connect to a law firm in South America, so I ended up moving to Lima, Peru, and worked in a firm there for a while. And over the course of that, which was great, I had a great time, mm-hmm. but uh, I realized that I'm just not a suit. And I, didn't, I didn't have it in me, so I, I knew my parents were... They weren't ready to retire at that point in time, but they were considering their options. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has an out strategy, right? And I didn't like the idea of the place leaving the family. Right. 
So well, yeah, I mean, you've literally grown up your entire life yeah. with bonzers in your right. blood. Yeah, and I mean, when I was when I was a kid, kids were allowed in there, so I was oh, spent. Yeah, I spent time in there, you know, growing up. Yeah. Um, that was actually like right around the time I turned twenty one. That law changed, so I got pretty lucky because I was I never had a gap where I could sure. go in. Felt bad for my sister. There was like four years there where she wasn't even allowed. She's just to... staring in the window yeah, from the like, sidewalk. Oh, Mom, I just want a sandwich. Right? <laughs> Can you bring me something home? Yeah. So um, I called a meeting with my parents and said, "I'm going to do it." And we more or less set up our strategy, mm-hmm. and it took about eight years. And <laughs> before I... they weaned weaned off of the total management, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. Technically, bought them out January 1, 2020. That's what the papers say. It was sure. a little bit later. Boy, that was that, great right? timing. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh. Who buys a business? And then, and then COVID happens. Yeah. Um, and I actually can't even say that I didn't know COVID was happening because we just backdated it to make the paperwork easier. To sure, first, you sure. Know? So we, we were in the middle of COVID. Oh. And I did it anyways. Yeah, but well. I don't, I mean, we got through it. We did. Well, and I mean, so many places were so adaptable during COVID. I mean, you know, they figured out ways. I mean, I think almost everybody did take out in some way, shape or form, but that's kind of one thing too. Like, you know, Bonzers has been around for decades. It wasn't some new place that just came to be. And then all of a sudden got hit. Like you have a pretty loyal clientele, I would say very loyal. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the Cheers bar every time I go in. I mean, you see the same oh, yeah, we dudes mean, sitting on the end of the bar and, you know, drinking their typical schooner of whatever their beer of choice is and eating their food, all the things. And, yeah, I mean, that's just the, the feeling you get. So those people are going to support you regardless. Yeah, we would be nowhere without our regulars. So they help keep us afloat. Mm-hmm. And um, we were lucky we made some pivots. And fortunately for us, you know, our food is relatively conducive to take mm-hmm. out. We have a handful of menu items that don't travel well. Right, right. You know, that's always a concern. Yep. Like that was the worst part of COVID for a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. By the time you pick it up and take it home, it's right. soggy. Yeah. Soggy or, you know, you're not going to order a steak dinner for takeout. You know, Right, it's, right. It kind of loses its right. appeal when so, you're cutting into styrofoam underneath it. Fortunately, people <laughs> still supported, yeah. you know, all of us. But we, we were lucky in the sense that um, you know, our food is relatively portable, most of mm-hmm, it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we mostly have a lunch crowd, you know, we get a little, little right. bit of a dinner rush, but yeah, we're, we're in it for the lunch. It the was lunch actually business. pretty cool because like we did takeout Tuesday mm-hmm. during all of that, every single Tuesday during uh, lockdown. And so my kids got to have bonzer sandwiches. Yeah. They never, and my, oh, my, right. and yeah. my son is like, a sandwich fiend like he will eat anything between two pieces of bread you put in front of him so in a couple of years he'll be a regular that's is what great. you're saying <laughs> yeah that's it's really funny you say that i have another uh customer who would get takeout for his family before covid but i'm pretty sure it was during the, the pandemic when he brought this to my attention yeah. but he's got three young daughters and he mm-hmm. said it was one of the three, I think, and they would let them take turns picking. And one of their favorite restaurants was Bonzer's. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure she got a hot dog every time. Oh, for funny. That's cute, though. But there's probably right. not many places you can really order a hot dog around here either from a restaurant. I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess there's a handful maybe, but 
not where the whole family wants to go. Right. right. Yeah. Nice. So it, that was a positive that came out of it. Yeah. For sure. For and, sure. Our t- and our takeout business now that we're back to normal is way bigger than it used to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many people got kind of used to the convenience of takeout and mm-hmm. just kind of made it a more of a habit. I mean, I know my husband and I did too. We always tried to do it. It wasn't necessarily on a Tuesday, but whatever day we did try to support the local restaurants. In fact, we probably ate out more often during COVID than we do regularly, just because we really did want to make an effort to, to make sure that everybody was still around when things died down. Right. Yeah. Do you have a particularly favorite sandwich at at your establishment? That's a good question. Um, Yeah. I think my two, whenever people ask me, I say, well, Everybody likes different things, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you my two favorites and take we'll them see. or leave them. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, one of them is the French Quarter that I was talking yep. about earlier. So that's uh, another, it's a hoagie bun, Italian dressing, black olives, ham, salami, Swiss cheese. Nice. Um, but the John's Special, which mm-hmm. is like the original. Yep, named after your dad. Yep. Um, which he actually brought with him from his hometown of Long Beach, California. Um, he worked at a joint called Joe Joe's and they had a Joe special. Okay. So this is where the idea comes from, but it's a Polish sausage sandwich on rye with mustard, uh, Swiss cheese and a pickle spear. Oh, perfect. It's yep. a lot of people raise an eyebrow when they ask what yeah. it is or they see what it is, but it's just a good old fashioned. I think, gosh, Joe Joe's opened in the twenties. Oh, wow. And it's yep. been there, so it was just an old-fashioned Polish sure. sandwich. And hit my grandpa used to pick them up on his way home from work all the time. Yeah. And do you so put it on, like, a, a hot dog bun? Or is it on... It's, it's oh, you on said rye. rye. Yeah, yep. so didn't so do, you, like, half-cut the yeah, Polish s- and flatten it out? Yep, yep. Exactly. That's how I grew up eating. Usually we didn't have hot dog buns on hand in my little town. It wasn't something that we regularly ate, so we didn't regularly keep them. So, But we always had bread. My mom would make Polish sausage and cut it in half and squish it onto the bread and yep. but I mean that's how I would eat it now. That's the fun thing about sandwiches. It's like it can be the most unpretentious thing, but it has so much nostalgia. Right. It reminds you of like being a kid, like whether it's a hot dog on white bread or a peanut butter well, jelly sandwich or grilled cheese. Well for sure. And when you think about it like the sandwich is sort of like the ideal food. I mean if you're ordering the traditional type of sandwich you really are covering all your bases. You've got all of the basic food right. groups, your grains, your dairy, your vegetables, your protein, fruit. If you're one of those weird people that think tomato is a fruit, <laughs> but I mean, I know that it is, but I still don't consider it one. So it's got really all the things in one bite. So right. you really can't go wrong. Yeah, it's a uh, nothing more fun than just looking at all the leftovers in your fridge and coming up, like creating a sandwich out of them. Exactly. And it might be something that's, you know, even better than you thought it would be. Right. Yeah. Do you have any crazy condiments that you would put on a sandwich at home that you maybe don't? Uh, yeah, uh, we make aiolis all the time oh, yeah. just with yeah. whatever's in the fridge, yep. you know, so you grab some garlic, mm-hmm. mayo, sriracha, throw some seasonings in yep. there, whatever, yep. just kind of make it up. Absolutely. It's, a, you know, it's so simple, but you know, the word aioli sounds so fancy. It's like, it's really, it's really just, I feel like you can't really mixed, add, mixed right? Exactly. That's exactly. Mayo is the base yeah. for sure. Yes. I feel like though at Bonzi's, you can't really add aioli to the menu. No, I mean, yeah, it's, it people just, would be like, what? It doesn't What's work. That? We do say yeah. sriracha mayo for right. the pickle special. Right. But 
we don't call it an AOA. Right, you wouldn't. Yeah, I think it would technically qualify. I think it would one. too. I mean, I feel like as long as it's mayo with something else, like could it be a could there be a mustard aioli and it's you know mustard just squirted into mayo? Yeah, I think I that's know. what it would have to be. <laughs> right. Maybe a little salt and pepper in yeah. it. Yeah, we I mean we market ourselves as unpretentious. So right, you're not going to find any aiolis at Bonzers, <laughs> but I'm all for them. Right, I make them at right. home yes. all the time. Oh, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. I'm 100. <laughs> percent I love dips and condiments and like anyone who's ever looked inside my refrigerator can attest like my doors. I mean, one of these days it's going to fall off because it's just entirely filled. My whole door and the top shelf of my refrigerator, sometimes it even goes onto the bottom or the very, very bottom. If I happen to buy like a big industrial bottle, that's where the like tallest shelf is, is like straight up condiments. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, I might not be able to make you any actual food, but I will whip you up a sauce. My wife gave me a hard time last night because, you know, she always has to have A1 with her steak. And I always give her an eye roll because, you know, I grilled steak and I'm offended right. by it. <laughs> it's fine and, on its own. Last night she said, I think it's just like, I just am so obsessed with like condiments and yes. dipping sauces. I just need to dip it in something. Absolutely. I am, I am right on board with your wife. Like sometimes I will like, I'll be so full and I'm just like, I can't eat one more bite, but there's still sauce left. <laughs> so then I still keep eating like whatever it is. I might not even want it anymore. I could be uncomfortably full, like ready to like put on the stretchy pants, but I'm still going to keep eating those French fries or whatever it might be because I want to dip it in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll pick restaurants based on like their sauce offerings you know, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a, it's a, I don't know. It's not a curse, but it's something. So, uh, do you ladies have any other additional questions? Not really, but I do want to talk about Art Fest for a second. Yes, absolutely. That's okay. Absolutely. So we've got Art Fest coming up here, uh, just a few weeks, actually, J- June 11th and 12th in University Park. It's going to be free and open to the public. Um, there's live music, lots of art vendors um, from jewelry to multimedia, whatever you're fancy. Um, and then we also do have some good eats too. Unfortunately, not Bonzers, but you can also stop at Bonzers on your way. There you go. Back. So grab some dinner or something like or that. Or maybe Bonzers <laughs> needs to like just start up a little food truck Ooh. situation. It, it's been pondered. <laughs> okay, okay. Ooh. I'm not saying no, but... Right. Just maybe not yet. Not you can just immediate future. park right. it out of our office and we'll all just come over Absolutely. <laughs> every day. It's not like we're that far right. away. <laughs> <laughs> or we can walk a couple blocks. Right. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. Yes, Art Fest coming up. That will be exciting. Hopefully we have some nice weather for that. Um, do you have any social media, anything like that, that our listeners the many, many listeners we have, um, can connect with, with you on? Yeah, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's just at Bonzers Pub. Perfect. Sounds good. And I like to uh, round out these little podcasts with a would you rather. Now, sometimes my would you rathers are, you know, a little, they have a little shock and awe value to them. And this one, it's it's not inappropriate. Like, I feel fine saying it to the masses. <laughs> but it is, you know, if you have a weak stomach, perhaps, like, tune out now. But it is also very appropriate to the subject of sandwiches. So, my would you rather for today is, would you rather eat 
a sandwich of your choosing, any toppings, any fillings, any condiments, whatever that you want. They're all delicious. But you're eating it on a piece of moldy bread or two pieces of moldy bread, I guess. And we're not mm-hmm. talking like, oh, is that a like a funny little seed in my bread? No, this is like straight up. It's green. Hairy blue, <laughs> blue bread. Okay. Blue Fuzzy. Bread. Yep, that. But the toppings are fresh. Okay. Or opposite of that bread of your choosing it's delicious it's freshly baked it's warm or not warm depending on your preference but it's filled with rotten vegetables like slimy rancid meat icky cheese stinky cheese i think i know the answer yeah what is it i I like some stinky cheeses well yeah most of them actually probably (laughs) all of them uh but the rancid meat is really and like what lettuce nothing better than sour lettuce (laughs) right oh I think I'm going with the moldy bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to, I'm taking that and one. I should, I should have also said this caveat is that nothing terrible is going to happen to you. You're not going to, you know, die of salmonella or E. coli or any of the other terrible things. You might not feel so great for a couple hours, but nothing's like, there's no terrible ramifications. That's good. I mean, yeah. I'm the guy that if there's mold on my bread now, I just cut that chunk off. And still <laughs> same, eat it. same. I'm like, well, I, Pawn it off as like, oh, this is a whole grain piece of goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be. Like, maybe it's maybe it is. It's a little fishy looking, but we don't do that at the restaurant. That's just at home. <laughs> let me make that. Thank you for the clarification. Let me make that ab- abundantly clear. And today's special is really fresh ingredients on very moldy bread. <laughs> we go through too much bread for it to sit on the shelf. Oh, I can imagine. Enough. Yeah. No, I'm sure there's. I also should have prefaced that by saying, I know Bonzi's doesn't do this, but okay. So I think we should call it the furry blue special. Right. Okay. If ever, you know, it doesn't have to be moldy bread, but if ever you come up with something, you know, that I don't know if there's a blue topping out there, but maybe think of it. Oh yeah. There you go. Think of, think of us. Think of this little podcast (laughs) and call it the furry blue sandwich. Yes. Marla, what are you eating? Are you eating Fuzzy bread or grody meat? I'm eating fuzzy bread. Yeah. I can't do like the soft that soft brown lettuce. That oh. that's the that's the. I thing. think lettuce is like, almost kind of the clincher. I like, mean, well, and the uh, meat, but well, I don't eat meat. But I, I couldn't. Well, yeah. I mean that wet lettuce. Well, think of you know egg salad that's gone bad. I mean, oh right. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Dana. Oh, I'm definitely going with bread. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you ever bit into a tomato that's like way too overripe? Yeah. It's just oh. Maybe no. there's some like it's fruit the veggies flies for me. Even the meat, it. like <laughs> just slightly off tasting. The textures. Yeah. yeah. Right. You couldn't do it. Right. I mean, you just. I mean, moldy bread at well, least. Well, and isn't and I don't think moldy bread would pretty. smell either. I mean, you you know. Like everything else would have like a little bit of a stench when it was brought to you. So you can have a right. little science project in the office I know, and I see know. see if our sandwich connoisseur is here. We'll eat a moldy you know, sandwich. Right, <laughs> but if the ratio is right, you know, the know, maybe they special. will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. Well, I can't believe we're all in agreement about the uh, the sandwich. Would you rather? But that wasn't very thank controversial. You for, yes, thank we you should, for indulging me. Well, it wasn't really controversial. It was just kind of gross. Should have just gone back to the mayo or Miracle Whip. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Matt, for joining us. And, um, yeah, I hope everybody goes out to Bonzer's, samples a new sandwich of their choosing that maybe they've never tried before. Pickles. And pickles, pickles, yeah. Pickles special or <laughs> John's John's special. Is, or, yeah. We have a blue cheese sandwich, too. It's called the husk. Are you going to have a sandwich? 
named after you now that you are the owner. Right. One in store. We'll see if I earn it. I gotta. (laughs) There you go. Come up with something that enough people like, I guess. But I haven't. I haven't quite accomplished that yet. Well, perhaps you'll be inspired after this podcast. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks again, Matt, for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you.